Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Morning Ramble. Today is Thursday, March 11th, and I have a lot of things I'm going to talk about. It's about real-world issues, real-life things, so prepare yourself. If you just want to hear tarot on astrology, it's not going to be about that today. I talk about an array of things. I actually talk about whatever I want to talk about on the channel. I've always done that. I've always been that way, like that. So I'm going to talk about what's happening in the world. And it's quite funny. Something made me laugh this morning. I can find the amusement in it. It's so funny because I was heavy-duty touching on things that are quite controversial in 2020. So, and then to see it playing out now, is kind of funny. So one of the things is that if those of you that are looking, watching this on YouTube and you see that thumbnail, it's a, it's kind of to make a point about the people that are supposed to be intelligent and woke and wanting change, stating that Speedy Gonzalez is, a racist depiction of Mexicans. Now, and I lived in Mexico for many, many years, over 10 years, married to a Mexican man, almost 20 years. So I, I think that, I think that living in a country where the people are the majority and that's their country is different than having people come and live in your country like that. What do you all think? Or do you think that's incorrect? Do you think it doesn't make a difference? For example, if, if I, an American, go and live in Mexico, in the country of Mexico, Mexico is predominantly Mexican. It's not like the United States. All countries aren't like the United States, believe it or not, where you have a variety of people living in now. Mexico is 99% Mexican. Now, so do you think it makes a difference if I, in America, go live in Mexico if, or if Mexicans come here? Do you think the experience would be different if they're here within my country, but with the United States set up where you have a vast array of different people from different countries like that? Now, do you think that makes a difference? Do you think it deepens my experience as it relates to Mexican people and Mexican culture? Because in the United States, the way that I am now, I could just stay around whomever and you could like, eat, like, for example, we have an array of different people here, but I could just choose to be in this group and only be around these people. When you are in another country that is 99% Mexican or 99% Italian, you're in their country. You don't think the experience would be different? Cause there is no, you're going to stay over there. You're, you're there in their country. So that was my experience for 10 years now. And the, the, about Speedy Gonzalez, that was so funny. I actually heard about that a couple of, a couple of days ago when people were talking about, and I thought it was funny cause you know, you can't believe things that you see on the internet. You can't believe much of what you hear in the news or watch on the news either. And they was talking about Dr. Seuss, but the Speedy Gonzalez and the Pepe Le Pew. And I used to like Pepe Le Pew, the, the, the cartoon when I was younger. Now, but we're going to talk about Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy Gonzalez is depicted as a drunk. Well, not Speedy. There was a, a, a different one that was there. Remember the one that he used to be sitting down and he used to be hiccuping because he would be drunk and he was depicted as lazy 
and all of that. And Americans, of course, have take, taken it amongst themselves to say that, well, that's racist, like that. A lot of Mexicans like Speedy Gonzalez. They think it's funny. So, and then some may not like it. So who's actually complaining and not liking it? Now, I could see if the Mexican community were picketing and boycotting and saying that's racist, okay, that's different. But sometimes Americans can can take people's rights out of their hand to their own mind and think that they are the crusader and, and the saviors and saying, no, we think they should think that it's racist, so we're saying that it's wrong. Now, the depiction that I put up on on the on this on the thumbnail, for those of you that are watching through YouTube, those of you that listen to Spotify and iHeartRadio, thank you for your support. I love you all. You can't see it. Now, when I went to Mexico, they had this. <laughs> this is one of their, this is one of their sweets. And, and I was surprised when I saw it is, I was quite surprised when they saw it. And and I remember that Mexico did go through, excuse me, that's my phone ringing. Mexico did, it was about the, with Bimbo, was forced to change the name of their product from Negrito to Nitho because it's offensive to black people. What do you think? Okay, not even use a white guy with Afro S image. I'm reading something. Now, because when I went to Mexico, this, and I left Mexico end of 2015, this cookie is actually a bread thing. It was still being sold in stores. I used to eat it. It was actually good. And and they, and I, when I first saw it, I was kind of shocked, you know, and Negrito, that's the name of it. It, it, it Negrito is little black person or like that. So, and, and they, they may have removed it when I was there. It was still out, you know, and even with, they, they have the, and, and I don't think that if, I don't feel that anyone in the country that was Mexican was saying, well, we have Melissa here and we're going to fight for her right to not have to see it on the packet. And we're going to change her our culture for her because she may be offended, but we're going to take it in our arms, in our hands and say that she should be, even though we created this. And also Mexico has this, a racist lullaby, anti-blackness in Mexican popular culture. So is where, all countries, where most countries, believe it or not, Americans that have never left your own country or lived in another country, have things that could be depicted as have things that could be depicted as or as or looked at as being offensive. It could be offensive to some people, to other people, it could not be offensive to others. It could be a part of the culture because I'm pretty sure that more than half of the Mexicans that were grew up with Negrito didn't think anything was wrong with it. Now they call it Nitos, but they have the a wider looking because it was a black cartoon image person. Now they have a wider one with the afro. Now because it started getting, I guess, 
I don't know who was complaining about it. I don't know who was complaining about it. And in even with that, the the imagery actually evolved because before it it looked quite it when it was the darker complected image it looked quite what one would classify as racist remember how that you have those because in Mexico, this is still common. I live there. I don't know what you all think that haven't lived there. I, I've, I've not just gone to Cancun there and then came back and said, oh, Mexico is great. I've actually lived there amongst the people. The Mexico is has a lot. Remember those little black things, sambos that you would sit outside on your porch and they would have the big red lips and the dark skin? That's very common there still as decoration also. And I don't think that people look at it as racist. I think that because it's, it's even with something is, even in Spain having conjitos is candy and the, and what the, the outside packaging looks like, you know, is, is something black with big red lips, kind of how black, how African-Americans were depicted in the United States some years ago in decorations and things like that. And people would think that that was racist. So with with the i guess people are thinking well no country should have anything that would be racist or be offensive but when you look at the word offensive what offends one doesn't offend everything just like when you look at speech what what one could say that could be offensive to this group or these or people within that group cannot be offensive to other people within the group so you have to be careful with censorship like that you have to be careful with that and i think a lot of countries I think many countries have depictions of Africans that one could look at, especially if one is sensitive, that could look at as offensive. That, that, but that's a part of their culture. And just because you hide things in the basement and take them off, off screen and they take them off the stores, it doesn't change the mentality. And you can say, well, if we don't look at it, eventually with time and, and as the years progress, that would not be a part of culture and or the mentality. Well, it depends. It could be, it can make that mentality stronger. It depends on how people take things when you're trying to shut them up. It depends. So it's kind of funny to me. Negrito is funny to me. The, what do you call him? The, um, me and my husband used to watch that. The, the, um, Speedy Gonzalez is funny. And my husband who was Mexican, when he would watch things and laugh, it would be to the extreme. Like it's so damn funny. I'm like, okay, it's funny. He's a drunk. He's lazy, but come on now. It's not that funny like that. So that's the way that he is with things. And he most definitely was Mexican was raised in Mexico. Didn't go to school here and didn't think it was wrong with anything was wrong with Negrito like that. Cause he's he, when I was shot, when I went to Mexico and saw he was like, well, that's how a lot of Africans look what was depicted on that packet. Uh -uh. So, and what they taught, when I was in Mexico, what they taught about Africans, about, about slavery in the United States was, I was surprised. I could not believe it. Now, so is, it, it's kind of strange 
Because in Mexico, a lot of Mexicans, they didn't look at African-Americans as real Americans. They looked at them as the slaves brought to the United States and they're still not real Americans. They had more of the approach of, and a lot of African-Americans could like this approach of, oh, poor baby, white people hate you. You, you don't really fit into the United States. You're not real American. I've never seen myself like that. They didn't say that to me, but that's the way that they thought. Process. I've never seen myself like that. I feel that I'm more American than any, than any person that is, is whatever race. My mother is very patriotic extremely patriotic. <laughs> My mother is. So I guess a lot of African-Americans want to be, to be depicted as being an outsider in the United States and they find things that make them feel like an outsider. Well, there are other countries that look at you as an outsider also. And, you know, so it depends. Now, it depends. And they can feed into your poor baby mentality. I'm not, I don't want to be looked at as a poor baby like that. So, this is my country and I'm sticking to it. Now, anyway, and sticking with it. So we have Speedy Gonzalez that is under attack, which is, is quite, is quite strange and it's quite funny to me. And also we have this, that is like, it is funny and it goes to, towards what's happening at the border and people thinking that people saying the headline is that, there's an invasion at the border that people from South America are coming over and there's a crisis at the border. The Biden administration says there's not a crisis. They've been invited in. That was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. Now, so they, they say that there's no crisis. The, the Republicans are saying that there is a crisis because we have people at the border trying to come in. Okay, you have to look at it like this. It's, it's the Democrats' time to run the country. 75% of the American people voted, and they wanted this to come into fruition. So it's their time for what they want to come into fruition to come into fruition. And a lot of Republicans hadn't got over the fact that, yeah, this is what America's voted for. They voted for this. Um, Republicans can't wrap their head around that a lot of Americans like what's happening or they wouldn't have voted for it. This is what they wanted. So they say that there's a crisis at the border. And, and, and my point is this about that. And, and somebody made a joke, which lightened things up for me. It was so damn funny. And it was actually about Georgia and I am from Georgia. They didn't make it towards me, but it was something that I was reading and it, it had me laughing. And they state, why does Georgia have over 170,000 essential illegal alien workers while having over 240,000 unemployed citizens? <laughs> <laughs> I need somebody to laugh with me, you know? It's <laughs> That's funny. So, you know, is Okay. Because obviously whoever allows that to happen, if that's the true statistic, they, that's what they're wanting. So, because I have a job and I don't live in Georgia anymore, even though I'm from Georgia and it's not affecting me. A lot of Americans could say they don't care, even though they voted for this to happen. I guess it's not affecting them. They don't care. And the ones that are being affected, but still voted for it to happen. Okay. This is the, the it could be the outcome. If this is a true statistic is like you get what you vote for 
Or sometimes you can vote for things because you don't care because it doesn't affect you, but you're actually voted, have to vote for that thing or in belief of that thing because it doesn't affect you in a negative way, but it can kind of affect you in a positive way. Because I even talked about that last month, a couple of months ago, the hiring of illegal workers. If illegals are allowed to come in, oh, is it okay for us to hire them? For many years, I've hired housekeepers and some of them have been Mexicans from Mexico. And I could take on the, the 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 stance of where if they're in the country, if they've allowed to be come in the country, why can't I hire them? If they weren't supposed to be hired, why were they let into the country? So there would have to be a reason that they're being allowed in. There would have to be a reason that they're being allowed in. They must serve some type of purpose, and it could be with work. Because I, as I even stated a couple of months ago, I know firsthand how creative Mexicans are. I know how what hard workers they are. I know what skills they bring to the table, and they will bring them skills, the, the skills, for a, a lot less pay wise because it's a lot for them compared to what they will be getting in Mexico and being paid in Mexico for the same skills. So when they come over here, it's like, even if they're working what American people could call low-cost jobs, is more than what they would be making in Mexico, a lot of them. Because in Mexico, they have a class system. If you don't believe me, go live over there. Don't believe what you read. Go live and experience. They have a class system. And in Mexico, it's still, it's also with Mexico, the lighter Mexicans that could, can be classified as white, they, they are the small majority. They have a lot of Spanish ancestry. And they are the really, really the, you can look at them as being the ones that are doing well financially in Mexico. But the majority of Mexico is made up of brown people. Some of them are doing well, but the majority of them are extremely poor from based on American standards. So over here, if they come and work for $300 a week or $250 a week, they're going to send that $250 a week back to Mexico and change it into pesos. And when you turn dollars into pesos, you have a lot of pesos. You could go back there. You could work here in the United States for a few years unless you decide to have children here and you want them to be American because it will be more money, a better life for them. But you can, with the majority of them, they don't want to come here and live here. They want to come here because economically is better and they are intelligent. They will save up their money and they take those $300, they could turn them into, change that into pesos, and depends on what the dollar is, and the peso is when you're changing it, the exchange rate, you have, you can build your house in Mexico, live a good life in Mexico, a decent life, a better life than you would have been living if you wouldn't have took the five years to come here work, save up money, send it back over there. When you go over there, it's in there in the bank, you change it to pesos or you send it to your family and they can change it into pesos. And you will be doing well when you go to, to build your house and those types of things. That's why when you have a lot of Mexican men that will come here, in the past it would be majority Mexican men crossing the border because they will come in with the intention to work, save up money, send it back to Mexico, build a house, start their little business, things like that. And if they start running out of money, they'll cross the border again, do the same thing over again. Because if you change $300 in the Mexican pesos, you have 
6,216 pesos, depending on the exchange rate. Bank that. In Mexico, you could build a house, a decent little house, for at least $5,000. They have little $5,000 houses over there that they build that are decent. And they use American money, American dollars working over here for what we call cheap. And they send their money over there and they spend it over there. Like that. I don't call it capitalism. I call it intelligence. So a lot of them don't want to come over here. Don't flatter yourself and think they want to come over here because they love the United States. Mexicans are also quite religious people. I don't know how they act when they come over here. Well, it, you're going to act in accordance to whoever's going to allow you in. But in Mexico, it's quite Catholic. It's quite religious. It's quite conservative. I was there 10 years. And I'm not religious, but I'm conservative. Now, so it's quite different, but... Sometimes you have to shuck a job for the one that is holding the keys to the door if it's going to get you what you want. So I call it intelligence is what I call it. And I also wonder why, why Americans have a problem with Mexicans coming over. And, you know, because they'll say, well, the Mexicans are taking the jobs. What jobs are they taking? Just like the comment of that the person made about Georgia. If, if there are that many unemployed in Georgia, obviously they don't want to work if they're not complaining about being unemployed and about having illegals there that are employed, if that's a true statistic. So sometimes is it that, is it that Americans don't want to work or is it the statistics are lies or what is it? And even if you look at with Mexicans, remember Vicente Fox, when he stated that he was the president of Mexico, when he stated that Mexicans come over here, the illegal ones come and do the jobs that African-Americans don't want to do. So even Mexico, the thought process is that African-Americans usually hold the low paying jobs. So they are in alignment, some of them, with the thought process that African-Americans are lower on the totem pole here in the United States. So African-Americans, you do have people that support your mentality of being low. I looked at myself as I've always had good jobs and great jobs or I'm not going to work it. OK, so is so is that true that Mexican-Americans are coming and working the jobs that African-Americans traditionally work and don't want to work the jobs that are two fifty, three hundred dollar paying? So that would mean two things. Either the African-Americans need to get more educated so that they can get the better jobs and compete for the better jobs or stop voting people in that come and do the jobs that you want or that you're only willing to allow yourself to intellectually be able to pursue and accomplish. Like that, because obviously illegals coming over here serving a, serve a purpose. And we could talk about amnesty. There, there's not anything going on in Mexico. Where it would call for amnesty. 
That's probably with other countries. In Mexico, there wasn't anything. There were the cartels over there. A lot of people in Mexico defend the cartels, the Mexican citizens. And we can say that's out of fear. They defend their government also. They, they defend their government. I, would, I used to think when I was in Mexico, well, instead of going to the United States, won't you stand up to your own government so that it could, be, it could create better working opportunities for you? But they want their country to stay the same because they can understand that with progression, it comes changes. And they are a conservative thinking mindset country. They just want the money over here so they can have their houses and live a better life than what Mexico can apply economically. They want to live there in their own country, on their own land. That's important to them, their own land, their own homes, things like that. Is what it is. That's why there's no great uprise against the country. And a lot of people say Mexico is not a poor country. It's considered a rich country. It is. The government is a very rich country. Mexico has a very rich government. Like that. So I often wonder why Americans want Mexicans out, don't want them in. They say they, uh, some of them say that it's because the United States is turning into a third world country. Well, some people may want it to be a third world country. All Americans or people that are supposed to be Americans don't consider themselves Americans. You can have people in your own household that are against the household or against, against what the household is and would rather see the household fall and crumble, and that's their tier motive by any means necessary. So it depends. A lot of things depend, and it's quite funny. It's quite funny to me. I am going to talk about Bitcoin in the future. I've been doing a lot of research on that, and I think it's very impressive. A lot of people think it is it's the new wave as it relates to money and finances because it's taking the money out of the government's hands. And not allowing the government to have money to throw away on social programs and on debt that the government is incurring is a new way of financial transactions. And I'm most definitely going to I've done a lot of research. I'm not sure if I'm going to go in that direction yet for myself personally. I might. I'm thinking strongly towards doing it. I do invest, but I do the traditional investments. But I think as it relates to exchanging money, I might be going away from what the government is and how that has gotten us to this place where we are like that. 